0: It's time now for The Complete Story with Rich and Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here are Rich and Dick Bott with today's Complete Story. You know,
1: Rich, we think about the beginning and we think about the end of various things. But the truth is, there is no beginning other than the beginning that God put in place. And there is no end. Whatever it is, and of course I'm talking about families, I'm talking about uh, history, I'm talking about all of these things. Now, Billy Graham just passed away, actually went home to heaven uh, this past week, didn't he? That's right. But you see what come before Billy Graham? That's what people need to know and think about, because anyone listening can say, well, I know who I am. Well, I'll tell you who you are. It was somebody before you that made the way, that introduced something to someone that ultimately became who you are. And all of that is God's plan, and it certainly is shown in the Bible, isn't it? That's right. All right. Now, Billy Graham, God bless his memory, but he was a young kid. He was a young fellow, and he had no interest in going into the ministry. He had no interest in being a preacher. As a matter of fact, I have a documentary on his early life, and there was a girl that he proposed to, and she finally said, No, I don't want to marry you because you're going to be a preacher, and I want somebody who is going to amount to something. Isn't that something? And then, of course, later on he met Ruth, the person that God had intended him for, you see. But anyway, Mordecai Ham Mordecai Ham, M-O-R-D-E-C-A-I, Ham, A-J-M, was the evangelist that spoke that day when that 16-year-old boy, Billy Graham, heard him and gave his heart to the Lord. Isn't that interesting? Let me just tell you a quick little thing about Mordecai Ham. He was born in April 2nd, 1877 in Allen County, Kentucky, and I mean, in other r- research I've done, that was it was poverty. It was poverty. He didn't have anything going for him, and um, anyway, he resisted God's call to become an evangelist because he wanted to be a salesman. As he grew into his teenage years and later, his grandfather. And, and his father were both preachers but they had lived in poverty and Mordecai Ham did not want any of that but eventually the Lord prevailed on his life and six months after Mordecai Ham married his wife Bessie Simmons he quit his business career to enter the ministry as a Baptist preacher and that is the preacher that God had created for young Billy Graham at 16 years old to hear the message of Christ. And that's when he got serious about wanting to serve the Lord with the life that he had been given by God for the rest of his life. Isn't that amazing?
0: It is, Dad. And this says that he won at least 300,000 converts.
1: Mordecai, I am.
0: Yeah, it says his it, estimate was close to a million, but at least 300,000.
1: Yeah, that are documented, you see. Isn't that Isn't amazing? Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Well, I tell you what, folks, we are going to enjoy some of the things that Billy Graham meant to all of us. I don't know anyone listening to this uh, bot radio network right now that wasn't in some way or another touched by the ministry of Billy Graham. Maybe it was a relative. Maybe it was a friend. Maybe it was somebody that you work with. I don't know. But one way or the other over the years, uh, each one of us have been touched by this one man who surrendered his life to preach when he was 16 years old. Now listen to this, folks. He had one message, and this is it.
2: I know that you're applauding to hear George Beverly Shea sing again. <laughs> but instead, I think I'm going to ask him to come and join me and Cliff Barrows in a song. Are you serious? Yes. I'm <laughs> serious. The, on- the only problem is. I sometimes forget the lyrics <laughs> so you'll forgive me but we're going to we haven't practiced it in some time what are we going to sing the only one we know
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. this delight the light of mine, of mine I'm, gonna gonna I'm gonna let it shine this delight light of mine i'm gonna let it shine let
2: it Hide it it under a bushel.
3: No, I'm gonna let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it
2: shine, let it shine. This is the light of mine.
3: I'm gonna let it shine, shine, shine. This is the light of mine. I'm gonna Gonna let let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. The light of mine I'm gonna let it
1: shine See, Listen folks, that was kind of fun but, but those three voices One was Cliff Barrows And he was the song leader Of the Billy Graham Crusade Choir All mm. of those many, many years And he's gone home to be with the Lord also And the other was George Beverly Shea and he's gone home to be with the Lord. See, we all go home, don't we? Sooner or later, we all go home. But what a blessing those three people have been to our lives. Now, Rich, you had something. Well, Dad,
0: you were mentioning Mordecai Ham at the beginning of this, and he is the preacher that led Billy Graham to the Lord. Mordecai Ham died in 1961, and now Billy Graham has just passed into the presence of the Lord uh, just this past week. This says that Billy Graham came to know Christ at that crusade by Mordecai Ham in 1934. And And I'm thinking of you. You were born in 1933. In my life, there's always been a Billy Graham. I've never known a time that there was not a Billy Graham. When was your first recollection of becoming aware of Billy Graham? It
1: was in Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's where the Graham organization started. But I was very, very young and he spoke at, I think they called him inspiration rallies at the Minneapolis Auditorium. George Beverly Shea was very young and very good looking. I remember my sister and I went on the streetcar downtown Minneapolis to be at one of those rallies in particular. And we came home, and we were so excited because everybody was there, and that was my first recollection. And then over the many years, I met Billy Graham several times, but also uh, Cliff Barrows and George Beverly Shea. So they've been a part of my, almost, can I almost say childhood, certainly my early teenage years. Isn't that
0: interesting? And then I remember the address. He would say, "Write Billy Graham, Minneapolis, Minnesota." That's even, all the address you need. That's Billy exactly Graham, right. Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: George Wilson was his first business manager uh, to keep track of all of those names and addresses. And, and then things when we like were in,
0: moved to Kansas City, you were on the invitation committee to invite Billy Graham to have a crusade in Kansas City. Was that, that was, about sixty-four? Well, that
1: was in the well, it was in the late sixties, I think. Anyway, but listen now, one of the people, see, Billy Graham had a heart for all people. We talk about one race, one blood. I'm telling you that's true. It's in the Bible, by the way. And that's the only book we should refer to when we want to find out what is right and what is wrong. But one of the people who came to really rededicate her life for real was Ethel Waters. And my word, this was 1957, right in the middle of segregation and Jim Crow and a lot of nasty stuff, a lot of real nasty stuff. But Ethel Waters was one of the people who was also touched. Listen to this. You know,
4: 18 years ago, this month, 1957 to be exact, in the old Madison Square Garden, I... Ethel Waters, a 380 pound decrepit old lady, rededicated her life to Jesus Christ. And boy, because he lives, just look at me now. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm modeling for him. I look good, and I know it. <laughs> but I tell you, because he lives and because my precious child Billy gave me the opportunity to stand there 18 years ago and sing at the old Madison Square Garden his eyes on the sparrow I thank God for that privilege 18 years later to still be able to say with the help of these children his eye is still on all us sparrows all right children, sing it yes it is I feel discouraged or why should the shadows come why should my heart my heart be lonely away away from heaven and home, when Jesus is, he's my portion, Mm -hmm. my constant, oh, my constant friend, my friend is he. for if his eye if his eye is on a sparrow just think of it, a sparrow then i know i really know he watches me he watches me his eye and I know that he watches loving lovely children I know and how mom knows on Mother's Day that he watches I'll be looking for you. Nice. Did you hear what
1: she said at the end? Uh, did you hear me? I'll be looking for you. Yes. Because she's home to be with the Lord now too, isn't she? Yes,
0: she is. And that was at a Billy Graham Crusade, and she said, "Because I know He watches we." She was talking yeah. about everybody in the Crusade there. You
1: know, Rich, I know there are people listening that do not have peace in their heart. They don't have peace in their life. They don't have peace in their marriage. Uh, This is a terrible situation when you're without peace. The Prince of Peace, of course, is the one you want to go to. But let's have Billy Graham tell the story. Here it is.
2: Now you can't change your past. But you can determine your destiny by deciding for Christ. But Christ can change your past. He died on the cross so that all the sins you've ever committed, all the things you've ever done wrong, are forgiven. What do you have to do? You have to repent of your sins. That means to be willing to change your way of living. You may have no power to do it, but if you surrender to Christ, he'll give you the power. Jesus Christ said, I am the way. Come to Christ. He will give you a new strength and a new power and a new joy and a new peace and a purpose for living. Every person that ever lived has to make the same choice. It's either the world and its pleasures and its gods or it's Christ. Which is it for you? Oh yes, there's pleasure in sin for a short time. But it's soon over. The hangover comes. There's nothing you can do about it. Choose Christ and there'll never be a hangover except joy and peace. And it's an urgent decision because to delay makes the right decision harder. Indecision in itself is a choice. If you have a ticket for a flight to Atlanta tonight and can't decide whether to go or not, if you wait past the departure time, the choice will have been made. The plane will take off without you. Time decides if you will not. And time always decides against you. There's a lonely arena in the depths of your heart where the greatest battle of life must be fought alone. That's your decision about Christ. Your parents can't make it for you. The church can't make it for you. Your friends can't make it for you. Your girlfriend, your boyfriend can't make it for you. You have to make it yourself. And your decision, yes or no, will decide where you'll be a hundred years from now. I believe that none of you are here by accident. I believe that you're here on this particular night because this is the night that you are to meet God in a new way and receive Him into your heart. If you're not sure that you're ready to meet God, if you're not sure you're going to heaven and you're not sure that your sins are forgiven, you come and make Him Lord and Savior of your life.
1: And that's something? That's a simple message, isn't it?
0: Simple and powerful.
1: I want to say, folks, if you think back, Billy Graham wasn't always popular with the media. Billy Graham wasn't always popular in a lot of places. A lot of people said, oh, yes, he's that revivalist. Oh, yes, he's just one of those preacher guys, so on and so forth. But I tell you what, he was steadfast. He was steadfast and his message was consistent. And that's what's important, isn't it?
0: And he preached boldly and powerfully about Jesus Christ.
1: Let's go now to the opening of a Billy Graham crusade where he is opening with a prayer. Let's hear it.
2: I'm going to ask that we bow our heads in prayer. Every head bowed in prayer. My message will be brief. And I want you to listen carefully and prayerfully and reverently because for many of you, you will never be the same again. Not because of me, but because of the Word of God that can transform and change your life. You can leave here with your sins forgiven. You can leave here knowing that you're going to heaven. What a marvelous thing. You can leave here with peace in your heart in a troubled and torn world. Our Father and our God, we pray that many this night will say yes to the claims of Jesus Christ and find eternal life. For we ask it in His name. Amen.
0: Isn't that wonderful, Dad? You know, uh, Bot Radio Network also broadcasts the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Their radio program, The Hour of Decision, was part of our lineup from when we started in 1962 Uh, until they discontinued the broadcast uh, only in recent years. Oh,
1: Rich, listen, now now you brought up a memory of Uh mine. Here it was in 1962, and we were starting Bot Radio Network in Kansas City. And I thought, now, how can we have the type of radio station that I want for our listeners without the hour of decision? Well, they didn't know me, and I didn't know them, but I got on the airplane and I went up to Chicago. I remember the agency that placed the broadcast, it was the Walter Bennett Company, and the time buyer was Jane Gunther. Isn't that something how that sticks in your mind? And I said, Jane, Come on. Uh, we've started a radio network with one station. An hour of decision is one of those programs that we want to carry as part of what we do. And so we worked it out, and we carried it for all of the years since then, since, until they recently wanted a year. Sometime last year, they decided to discontinue it.
0: Well, I just thought it would be wonderful if somebody listening today, hearing these clips of the messages of Billy Graham, trusted Christ as their Savior, that would be terrific. Now, Dad, uh, Billy Graham just passed this past week, went to heaven, and when this happened, Franklin Graham was in Dallas, and when he heard—
1: Franklin was his son. Is 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 his his son. son.
0: Yeah, his son, Franklin Graham, who's now the head of BGEA and Samaritan's Purse, but franklin then was interviewed on nbc and this is what he had to say
2: i was in dallas texas yesterday when i got word that my father had passed away and and of course the the news came out a few minutes later that billy graham had died i kind of chuckled because my father said years ago he said when you hear that uh, billy graham is dead don't you believe it for a second he said i'll be more alive than ever before and uh, he's in the presence of god So we rejoice, and we're we're thrilled that his suffering's over, and he's he's in God's presence.
0: And then, Dad, this is what he was referring to in Billy Graham's own
2: voice. The moment you read in the paper that Billy Graham is dead, you'll know that he's more alive than he's ever been before, and I'm in paradise. And I'm looking forward to it.
0: (laughs) Isn't that—and that's where he is now. Isn't
1: that beautiful? Rich, I'm so glad that we have the opportunity— to sit in the studio here and kind of reminisce and kind of enjoy the reflection of the memory of a person who gave their life to Christ and then spent their life telling the good news of the gospel. Yes. Uh, well listen, our listening audience can call us on the listener comment line and tell us what you what you like or you don't like about the whole network. Pod Radio Network is for you folks. And not just this program, but any of them. And the number is 800-345-2621.
0: Yes, and this coming week is going to be the the funeral services for Reverend Dr. Billy Graham, and uh, including two days of lying in state at the rotunda of the U.S. Capitol, rarely ever done except for presidents. It was done in 2005 for Rosa Parks, and now this coming week for Billy Graham.
1: Isn't that, isn't that interesting as well? Isn't that an they honor? They called
0: him America's pastor.
1: Tell you what, now, anyone who's ever been to a Billy Graham crusade or they listen to the Hour of Decision, they will recognize and they will enjoy and they will just savor the memory of hearing the voice of George Beverly Shea. But you know what he's singing? He's singing a song I heard him sing over and over and over again and it was so much a part of every Graham crusade. Here it
3: is. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than a hoses or lands. I'd rather be led by his nail-pierced hand. I'd rather have Jesus than men. be faithful to his your cause i'd rather have Of Jesus, than this world not
1: that, that bring back memories?
0: Sure does. does that
1: bring back memories, Rich. Are your memories of that uh, probably different than mine because mine goes all the way back to the 1940s uh, and everything, but it's been continuous. And those songs well,
0: you you were on that committee in the 1960s, and I was on a similar committee in uh, either the 1990s to the early 2000s uh, when Billy Graham came back to Kansas City. Yeah.
1: Well, you see, I was probably 31 32 years old, something like that. And it was such a wonderful experience to see how everything was organized so that it would have, have the opportunity for the, for the, the plain gospel. To reach everybody. And
0: how Christian leaders came together to work together for the common cause of Christ. Oh, Rich, you're know and, and Dad, we've been praying for a great America a great awakening style revival to sweep our nation again. And uh, we need to see that. Every major revival begins with a movement of prayer. And when they had these 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 huge crusades, they would have prayer meetings that bathed this, that saturated the whole event with prayer.
1: That's exactly right. Rich, you know, it has been on my heart for as many years as you've ever been able to have a visit with me, that the Lord's people coming together. And I mean, I mean, all of them from every color. I'm telling you, one race, one blood. When will the Lord's people learn to love each other uh-huh. and then work together for the cause of Christ?
0: I, I was privileged to attend prayer rallies. His son, Franklin Graham, led at all 50 of the state capitals here a while back, and then uh, to attend these Greg Laurie Harvest America Crusades. God is still at, the wor- at work, oh. and God's Word is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. All right, folks. Uh,
1: here you'll hear... Uh, Billy Graham's own words, own words, about what the situation is right now. Here it
2: is. What a day that's going to be! All of our aches and pains are going to be behind us. All of our tears are going to be behind us. All of our problems are going to be solved. What a day that's going to be when we stand with Him in eternity.
1: That's where
0: he
2: is now.
1: Isn't that something? Well, Rich, that's the end of this particular complete story broadcast. I always concluded by saying as a public service for our listeners, but it really is so much more than that, isn't it?
0: Well, yes. Yes, a prayerful public service today. And thank God for the life, legacy, of Dr. Billy Graham and the power of the timeless truth, the Word of God that he preached.
1: All right, 800-345-2621. We want to hear from you. This is Dick Bott with Rich in the studio um, with another chapter of The Complete Story. See you later.